approaches. Blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, they can't hold a flame against you, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, got the game, it ain't no issue, blowing the whistle, I had enough with you, the championship, it is gone, ain't listen to you, I can't give it to you, cause you don't know what I've been on, this is the coaches, podcast, ripping up everything, off that, what is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Fantasy Coaches Podcast. I am your host, as always, Coach Steve. Today's episode is going to be probably quick and sweet, guys. It's our waiver wire show for the week. Of course, we got Coach Jibs in the show. What's going on, Jibs? Important to duty. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. How'd your week 12 go? Uh, pretty good, besides that like ending of the Chargers, um, uh, Cardinals, and the... <laughs> Seahawks and the um the Raiders that literally got bottomed me out of a playoff race the Moreau and um Eckler touchdown simultaneously. But um other than that, I had a pretty strong week. Love to hear that. And I, I too had a pretty good week overall. I can't complain. The playoffs are starting to get closer and closer, guys. We're two more weeks away from playoffs if you play in obviously week 15, 16, and 17. Uh, but we are getting there, but we still have to help you guys pick up those important waivers to make that playoff run or to even get into the playoffs. Coach John will be with, be back with us on Thursday. He couldn't make on the show tonight. He had work things he had to got going on, but we're going to get through this episode quick and easy, guys, and we're going to start with the news today. So let's get into some news here. All right, guys. So some injuries from week 12 that really haven't had too much to say on it yet. But obviously, Travis Etienne had a foot injury. Apparently, everything seems to be okay. He should, he's apparently in line to be back in week 13. Brandon Bolden, calf injury, Rex Burkett concussion. Christian McCaffrey, knee injury. Though they said it was just some knee, you know, uncomfortedness. You know, he should be fine. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, oblique. Obviously, he missed the second, the third part of the game last night so we'll see how that goes we'll find out more about that alan robinson didn't even play in week 12 we were like all right you know whatever well he needs foot surgery and he is out for the season now so we can assume jib's next man up van jefferson or does it even matter at this point for anyone (laughs) it doesn't matter at all but (laughs) van jefferson yeah next man up hypothetically and um ben skoranek but it's pretty much going to be higby williams and a whole bunch of nothing. Even though Tyler Higby didn't see a single target in oh, week 12, God. man. <laughs> that was fun. But we'll, we'll definitely be talking about Jan, Van Jefferson in a little bit once again. Uh, Darnell Mooney, one of my favorite guys in the offseason. High ankle sprain, out for the season. Season-ending injury. Uh, has to get surgery on it. Again, same situation. Does Chase Claypool become an uh, attractive option in Chicago, or does it not really matter? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of doesn't matter, <laughs> I think. But, like, you know, Fields is throwing for, like, 170 yards a game, if that. And, like, even when the Bears were doing pretty well, like, those receivers weren't making much out of it, not along the touchdowns or anything. So, yep, keep your eye on Chase Claypool, but the quarterback situation is uh, nasty and yeah, I'm not I mean, ready for it. It doesn't even matter who plays quarterback. It's not going to help the wide receivers out that much, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. Again, just like the Rams, just like you're going to want Chase Claypool is the top option likely, but they're, they're throwing the ball all over the place on this offense here. Maybe Clement actually becomes more of a consistent tight end option. That'd be awesome. 
But yeah, I mean, definitely hurts to have a Mooney. But again, he wasn't really playing much uh, anything better than a wide receiver three all season. So hopefully next year he comes back and better and healthier. Michael Carter, ankle injury. They're saying it's a low ankle sprain. He's day-to-day currently. It's, I know I wrote in there it might miss some time, but he might not now. Um, so that might change slightly a little bit how this waiver wire show goes. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, possible MCL sprain, which more than likely will knock him out re- the rest of the fantasy season. Uh, he might be maybe, maybe it's an injury that he'll be back by the time the playoffs start for the 49ers. But I would assume at this point, you're not going to have to rely on Elijah Mitchell probably anytime soon. And of course, last but not least over the last few hours, Melvin Gordon signs to the Kansas City Chiefs practice squad. Uh, does this do anything for you, or does this make this backfield jibs even more of a headache if, if Gordon does get uh, you know put up to the actual roster? It's a headache, man. Like I feel like this is like the Denver Broncos, but just with a better offense nowadays. So um, Pacheco is looking pretty decent, even though he wasn't scoring a touchdown. And I just want to see how good Melvin Gordon lasts with the Chiefs because, like, I know like they could score a lot of points, but you know, fumbling has always been the issue. And if they plan to use him on the red zone. Maybe we'll see some of that come to fruition, but I guess you could stash them, see how things go. But uh, I still, it's going to take a couple of weeks, in my opinion, before anything pops up. Right, and we'll wait. We'll wait to see on that situation. There, obviously, he's obviously worth some kind of pickup, but to a high priority, more than likely not. I mean, it seems like if if anything, what Melvin Gordon does is he's going to take over Jarrett McKinnon's role. I could see that being his role, the third down role, being the pass catcher. Melvin Gordon's been a pretty good pass catch over his career. Isaiah Pacheco is going to continue to eat that first and second down because I think he should. But we'll we'll have to wait and see. Honestly, I mean, it's just if he does jump up into the active roster, it's just going to make things even more confusing. This kills obviously any Ronald Jones appearance again this coming season. So. We'll see about that. But, yeah, the news is a little crazy here. Again, so a couple injuries. But, again, none of these guys were, you know, must-starts every single week. So I think we got out of a pretty good week overall for Week 12. Again, hopefully nothing happens tonight uh, for week uh, for Monday Night Football. So we'll wait to see on that. But that's most of the fantasy news here. And we will get into our top five overall waivers here now. Oh, wait. Let's talk about last week. I always forget last week. Uh, not too bad. Last week was just you and me, Jibs, once again. You know, we had – uh, uh, Samaji P. Ryan, which was obviously a great play. Latavius Murray was a good play. Traylon Burks had himself a nice day. Odell Beckham still not signed with the team. We'll probably find out about that soon. <laughs> uh, Matt Ryan, we'll find out if he had a, is he, he's going to be worth a good pickup from last week. Nico Collins, pretty solid outing. Foster Moreau obviously enjoyed that Seattle game when he got the touchdown late. Kind of got scared there a little bit, but uh, overall, pretty good waiver wire week in, in general. So, all right, now we can get to our top five overall waivers here now. So let's go. Jibs, you got the floor, my friend. Give us your top five overall waiver wire pickups a week uh, week 12. And don't forget, guys, we are, are all of our waivers are supposedly under 40% owned. So <laughs> someone out, just I, people ask, and I'm just like, you know, like, you know, some of the guys we might not mention, we'll mention them maybe later. Uh, but this is strictly under the 40% rostered spot. So Jibs, you're good to go, my friend. Uh, I'm going to look in if you need a quarterback into Mike White and his legend continues. So in that dropping versus the Bears, he was able to pass for 315 yards, three passing touchdowns. I think if you're looking for a quarterback, he should be able to suffice against a Minnesota team that gives up the ninth most points to quarterbacks. And I believe four of the last four out of the last five quarterbacks they face have reached at least 20 fantasy points and four points for passing touchdowns. So that's a decent floor. 
for a quarterback we weren't even talking about weeks ago. Um, I didn't know about the um, – I was more pessimistic on the Michael Carter news, but I was definitely interested in picking up uh, Zonovan Knight or Bam Knight in the New York area. But uh, Minnesota also gives up the Knights most points to running backs in the last three games. Three games, four running backs actually were able to get 15 half PPR points against them. So another play, if you think about it. I'm also looking into wide receiver Zay Jones gets a Detroit matchup. I'm expecting points to be scored with these uh, Cats NFL teams, you know, Lions, Jaguars. But um, last two games, 19 receptions, 213 yards on 24 targets. Like he is the go-getter on that offense. I'm still looking into Nico Collins. I know it's tough to trust because the Houston Texans are a dumpster fire, but over the last three weeks, Collins has been um, outpacing Brandon Cooks in volume. I believe Cooks has 12 receptions, 166 yards and on 18 targets, while Nico Collins has 16 receptions, 141 yards on 26 targets. So I know the quarterback change is going to affect that. But still, like even yesterday, it looked like Nico Collins was one of the primary options besides Brandon Cook's deep ball. So uh, Cleveland gives him second most points to wide receiver. So another matchup to exploit. And I'll stick with Foster Moreau. I know it wasn't pretty. Three for 33 and a touchdown in the last minute. But he gets another fabulous matchup against the Seattle Seahawks or no, that was last week. He gets the Chargers, I believe. Yeah, he's the Chargers. He's the Chargers. He gets the Chargers, who are another top five um, matchup for tight ends. So those are my five this week. Yeah, no, I think that's a pretty solid five overall. I like those a lot. Um, so for me, I'm going to start off at the top here with mine. Again, these are no in particular order, but I'm going with Van Jefferson still. He jumps into that wide receiver one role for this Rams team. And again, it's not the best offense in the world, but you know he has been able to do pretty well since joining the team after being hurt the first like half of the season here. Uh, at some point, John Wolfel, I can't believe we're looking for him to be the starting quarterback, but um, I think he probably will be back this coming week here. Bryson, uh, uh, Bryce Perkins, I don't think he's going to see another start this season. I mean, he was all right, but uh, I mean, at least John Wolfer uh, can at least do a little bit better. And I don't know when Matthew Stafford's coming back. They might even just shut him down for the season here. But uh, Van Jefferson, you know, he's seen, we've seen him flash, like, really great at times. You know, he's got 10 fantasy points in two of the last three games he's played in. <laughs> and I believe they play Seattle this week, the, the Rams. Um, and then they have the, the Raiders and then the Packers. That's some pretty decent matchups there. I expect them to be somewhat high-scoring games. So Van Jefferson can find himself in a situation where he's seen red zone looks and scoring touchdowns. Uh, my next guy up, I have Zay Jones, like you, Jibs. Uh, Zay Jones, uh, he's been great, like you just mentioned. I mean, he seems to be uh, taking advantage of the easier matchups while Christian Kirk handles, obviously, the the tougher tougher defenders on him, seeing the most attraction as their number one. But Zay Jones is, is not uh, shy of just dominating 24 targets over the last two weeks. This is just nasty. And Detroit, Tennessee... Dallas over the next three weeks, great matchups to help you get into those fantasy playoffs. I expect the the, the Jaguars are going to have to throw the ball more often than not to kind of keep up with their poor defense. So Zay Jones is a great play. Uh, next one, I have to, I'm going back to the Rams again. And I hate it, but Carrion Williams. Uh, I thought about him too. Yeah, I mean, he, since joining the team after his injury, I mean, he's just looked like the back that they want to throw the ball to. And I think this is more of like an audition for next season here. Trying to see, let's see what we have in this kid here. If we if we don't have to go out and get another running back, because I doubt Cam Akers is back next year. But 11 carries this week, girl high. He had three targets in two of the last three games here now at this point here, and he's played 71 percent of the snaps. With Cam Akers only played 31, 
And if this team is really going to be that bad, they're going to have to throw the ball more times than not. And I expect Williams to be on the field much more often than Cam Akers is at this point. So he's definitely worth a pickup. Um, my quarter, I'm going with a quarterback here because uh, it just makes sense. And it's Jared Goff. Jared Goff has played very well, uh, especially last week. I was surprised he played pretty well against that Buffalo defense. But, you know, his team is healthy, hopefully, once again now with Swift and Omron back. He's probably going to have Josh Reynolds back. I think he was playing, but he played very minimal. And then, obviously, Jameson Williams is coming back sooner than later. And the Detroit Lions, they have a pretty decent schedule. I believe they play the Chicago Bears this coming week here. Oh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. And then those are pretty good matchups to help you get into the playoffs. So if you're looking for a quarterback that kind of help you get there, I think Jared Goff can get you there at the end of the day. And then lastly, uh, I'm going to go with Jermichael Hasty just in case there's more to that. Travis Etienne injury they're saying he's fine ready to go but maybe they want to ease him for a week just in case they play like obviously they play the Lions uh this coming week so Jermichael Hasty seems to be involved in the passing down enough that maybe he's worth a pickup to see kind of what happens uh I think uh Bam Knight is also probably I probably would either go either way with either one of them to be honest right now uh but Jermichael Hasty, I mean he's just been out there and he had a good week surprisingly against the tough Ravens defense so uh, I would be worth just adding to see what happens with that situation throughout the week. And if, you know, if he doesn't do well this week, you give him a cut and then you just move on to your next, you know, waiver wire guy. But I don't think any one of these guys that we think either one of them has really mentioned is worth, you know, a lot of fab or if you're high priority, unless you're just struggling at one of those positions. Uh, I mean, none of these guys are really worth dipping into some, some of your waiver wire love. So, but these are the top guys. So, all right. Jibs, let's get over to the other positional waivers here. Nice, quick, easy episode, like I said today. Um, we'll start with the quarterbacks. Bye weeks. I didn't mention bye weeks before. That's my fault. Uh, bye weeks this week are the Arizona Cardinals and Carolina Panthers. Pretty easy week. Not too, too many relevant stars, but a few here and there. But if you don't like, obviously, some of the quarterbacks we've mentioned, you know, Jibs mentioned Mike White. I mentioned Jared Goff. Kenny Pickett also has a decent play this week as well. He'd be worth If he has a good game this week, I'd be considering him if you're looking for a waiver wire pickup. Uh, Jordan Love, if Aaron Rodgers is done, maybe they hang it up for the season on him. Maybe his injury is worse than it could be. Plays the Chicago Bears, and Mike White just went off on the Chicago Bears. I don't see why Jordan Love can't do the same. He had a nice, big, long touchdown to Christian Watson. That was pretty nice. Uh, But I don't know. Is there anything you want to say about these quarterbacks, Jibs, overall? No, not really. But Love does does garner a case, especially, I guess, in super flex leagues, if you want to get on that earlier than later. Um and I would go Kenny Pickett, obviously, third between, behind the two that we mentioned in the waiver are. Of course, so, yeah. And again, obviously, if Deshaun Watson's still sitting out there, he's back, guys. Deshaun Watson's back now. Uh, Pay-per-view matchup yeah. next week. And he plays his old team. So, uh, yeah, you might want to go. If he's out there, he's probably your top pickup right now because he has a season-ending long, great play for him potentially there. So we'll see. All right, for Arby's, uh there's just some guys over the over the 40% mark that maybe you want to go after just in case. Tyler Algier, he's been playing pretty well, actually, with uh, Cordell Patterson there. Uh, Darrell Henderson was a healthy scratch. He said he didn't know the playbook enough in time. But, uh, you know, maybe he gets involved maybe now. Melvin Gordon, obviously, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Those guys are just in that 45% range there that you maybe will want to go after if you do. Some other top targets, I think we mentioned most of them, Jermichael Hasty, uh, Bam Knight, Carrion Williams, uh, Tyler Johnson. Uh, and then really, Jibs, I mean, I think at this point is is get your backup. 
or get someone's backup. I mean, just oh, grab yeah. all the backups you can if, at this point in the season. I mean, you're not having to worry about bye weeks too much. There is two weeks left with buys, but I mean, this is the time to start picking up your handcuffs because if your big guy goes down, you want to have that guy mm-hmm. there so you don't have to worry about it once you get in the playoffs. So, um, anything Ooh, one more person. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, too. Um, I know, like, the Panthers were pretty much blowing out the poor whatever team they played. But um, he had 17 17 carries last week at 65 yards, more than I was definitely anticipating. He did do a lot of Uh, work. Denver. Denver, (laughs) Sorry, I can't remember that. (laughs) What is Denver anyway? Denver Broncos? Who are they, guys? Come on. (laughs) But, yeah, Yeah. I mean, all these guys are worth a good pickup right now. I mean, maybe Jordan Mason and – Terrell David oh, yeah. Price or might be a little bit more of a standout because of what's going on with McCaffrey. It seemed like it's okay, but maybe Jordan Mason falls in that top ad right now or Terrell Davis Price falls in that top ad area. But for the rest of it, just back up your back up, back up your stars and then wait to see what happens. Um, for wide receivers, there's a couple guys over the 40% mark that I probably would want to have over basically everyone on our waivers, especially Traylon Burks and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Probably my top waiver wire ads if they if I could add them into this waiver wire show. Odell is just at forty percent, but again, I don't know what he's going to end up at. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Zay Jones, we mentioned Van Jefferson, Jameson Williams is is getting closer to practicing. It's probably a long shot this week, but more like week thirteen where he could actually maybe see the field. Jibs mentioned Nico Collins, Corey Davis. If you want to get back on that Elijah Moore two catch game there. <laughs> go for it <laughs> i mean but maybe mike white is gonna open up this offense we'll see uh kendall hilton has been kind of been has a nice floor to him and you know it's denver but he's had a nice floor matt collins and deandre carter are just nice second third receiver guys Juwan jennings uh i think something happened with debo samuels a little bit so just keep that in mind uh ben skarrick from the rams uh randall cobb if, if aaron Rodgers is good to go randall cobb just seems to be a nice safety blanket for aaron Rodgers, and obviously sky Moore is a nice upside play you could go after any one of these wide receiver jibs interest you at all they're all in the same bunch this is basically your end of the week uh replacement options but sky Moore, i like like to say like he has five receptions in the last two games so like and I mean, five receptions, so 10 total receptions, but like he's showing some something there. But obviously the receiver rotation is something to be mesmerized with the Kansas City Chiefs. So you never really know. But like that's someone I want to keep an eye on. No, true. Oh, I need to get a haircut, it seems like. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much, Fortnite God. <laughs> Let's go. Appreciate, that. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I bet on Messi to win. Uh, so it's just making that money. Uh, that's my brother. <laughs> that's why I said that. Um so back to what, last position of the night, guys, tight ends. Uh, some obviously likely candidates here. We think Jibs already mentioned Frost and Moreau. Tyler Conklin had a pretty decent week this past week. Jordan Aikens had a pretty big week overall. Oh, God. Evan Ingram still there. Hunter Henry, Austin Eckler. Um, I mean, I mean, you want to add the rookies, Isaiah Likely and Kate Auden, you can. But again, I don't know how much relevance they're going to be at this moment. But anything you want to mention on the tight ends, Jibs? Yeah, maybe Jordan Aikens. Kyle Allen seemed to just throw short. He liked his tight ends for what I watched the game. And Jordan Aikens is a big boy. He he could bulldoze. He's like a running back there. So, like, that might have a little something down the road. But I'll keep an eye on Jordan Aikens. That's like yeah. a little prop up. No, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, again, the tight end position isn't as luxury as it was maybe a few weeks ago when I had a previous in options. But, yeah, 
that's about it, guys. Honestly, the waiver wire show this week was is it was pretty minimal. There's anyone that you have to go out there and buy. You know, if someone was going to grade it, it was like a C at best this week. Um, definitely not anyone I think would give you a home run winning week, but some guys that can fill you up your bench. And unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, uh, we had to cut off the original ending to our show here, uh, which gave me an opportunity to just mention that Najee Harris obviously got hurt on Monday Night Football. We'll see how the severity of that injury is, but Benny Snell could be, become a potential option. Definitely, if Jalen Warren is back to ready to go, he could definitely be someone both willing to pick up this week. They have a great matchup against the Falcons. Uh, definitely to th- throw into your conversation if you are in need for a running back. Uh, but nothing else after that. But we do thank you guys for listening into our episode today. As always, please go check out our website at www.thefantasycoaches.com. Uh, you can always f- give us a follow over on Twitter at Coaches Fantasy. We'll help answer any fantasy questions you might have. Please give us a like on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and please give us a five-star rating on any way you listen to your podcast. As always, thank you for listening. We'll be back on Thursday to do our thir- week 13 start and sit show. Until then, guys, thanks for listening, and have a great one. The bag is not far-fetched. We got a couple of clock hands. I've been feeling super-duper. How the heck they know the future? Come with me, don't be a loser. Grass is green like pooper scoopers. Clueless analysts don't do the half of this. In fact, I'm backing this by asking if y'all remember that tough act interacting. Shh, like boom, running like zoom. The highest and mightiest entered the room. High off the knowledge, I'm feeling the fumes. All players cover this nuts as legumes. Opponents are doomed, and these are the facts. I keep it 100 like I'm running track. Listen up, Jack, I'ma head back. Back to the blowing up, blowing up, blowing up, go.